Spooky Spooks. Welcome to the podcast of Unheard People. Before we start on our actual topic, let me introduce you guys with a scary joke. Why did the cannibal not eat the joker? Well, because it tasted funny. <laughs> Back to the topic. Today with us, we have Miss Justine, Mrs. Frankenstein, and our scary female creature of the novel, Frankenstein. I would like to ask these ladies here of what their opinion is and why were their voices silenced. Mrs. Frankenstein, I think you should go first as you're the oldest member here. Hey, I'm Caroline Bifford, also known as Victor's mom. I was not unheard, but I was just silenced. My character did not hold any weight on this novel. That's why I was removed in the third chapter of the book. I wanted Victor and Elizabeth to get married, for Victor to not leave his home. Instead of approaching worldly knowledge, he should stay in Geneva and receive true spiritual knowledge through the College of Church. But this novel was planned for Victor to create a demon and for my family to end up in such a catastrophe. I did not die by the creature's hand, instead by scarlet fever while adding to my dear Justine, but would have if I was alive at the time this all happened. If my sweet boy Victor had not left Geneva and would have listened to my advice, he would have never committed this sin and put his family in grave misery. This all started with Victor's thirst of knowledge and discovery of secrets of God, those which should never be unveiled. He tried to be equal to God, and because of his sins, my whole family suffered. It's my fault that I did not raise him well enough with strong beliefs that do not meddle with the cycle of nature. I would like to ask Miss Justine here what her point of view is. Hello, I'm Justine. I'm the caretaker of William, the youngest son of Frankenstein's family. I'm also the servant and guard of this autocratic family. I came to this house when I was very young, and they treated me as their family, and so did I. After William's poor mother's death, he was like my own child. I took care of him and nurtured him. How can they accuse me of killing him? I had no reason to kill that smart and cute little child. He was like my own son. I was trialed and nobody believed in me. They had no evidence other than that picture in my pocket. Victor knew all along who the real culprit was, but to save himself from the shame, hate, and punishment, 
that he would have received if his creations were revealed. It was not me who killed William, but that monster who received equal punishment by not having a companion and from getting all the hate from the world, and in the end left to die miserably alone. This oppressed me because I was a woman? Why can we not prove ourselves innocent like Victor did when he was trialed of murdering his friend? He was proved innocent even after committing indirect murder of all his family members and his friend and including me. I wanted to yell out that I would not kill my dear child. I'm wrongly accused, but I could not bear any more shame and accusations, so I had to give in and die brutally by being hung. I and the female monster I was destroyed before I even came to existence. What was my fault? Why was I destroyed in the middle of creation? How dare he think that I would not serve the purpose I would have been created for? Why did Victor promise my mate in the first place to create me? Well, here is a question that arises. Why did he create my mate? And even if he did, he should have kept him with himself, taught him how to live, gave him some care and love, and then the demon would not have converted into a monster. He thought that I would leave my companion for someone with higher beauty? The foe would not have accepted me anyway because I would have also been a demon created by Victor. He left my companion to suffer the pain alone. What kind of God does that? What kind of God destroys his own creature? If Victor was this humane, why did he play with the work of God and create his own creature? Why did he try to be equal to God? If he was a well-wisher of this world, he should have never started creating us. He should have turned himself in for his crimes. <coughs> After listening to the point of view of our guest and by reading this novel, I understand how women were pressed and controlled at that time. And women who would stand for their rights are just like this podcast or a dream, which people would listen to or think about but would never remember our value.
in modern world women are not suppressed and are even given equal rights but there are still some occupations that women are not selected in or discriminated at there are still cultures that believe in the segregation and where men are thought highly of if deeply thought about the novel men is considered as god who controls the life of people and women even though he loves them he still thinks they are the reason he is going to be destroyed but as mentioned by surgeon truth if women is one at fault and has overturned the world give her some rights so that she can turn everything back to normal and pay for her wrong doings even god lets you pay for your sins women won't take the share of men they're just going to fill up their own pint in the end I would like to say this season is the best to read this classic novel with warm coffee and popcorn in the middle of the night. We will end this podcast with a scary song called Mad Hatters. Keep sh- keep getting scared and sharing the candy. See you guys next time. Have a wonderful Halloween.